Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW in review, or AEW Dynamite in review. I'm joined by Brad, as always. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Um, I have named this uh, this podcast on our recording, Punk a Dick, because Punk is apparently <laughs> a dick again. Um, I I think I said it. When he was first announced to come back, he's going to do something to screw it up, and it <laughs> it seems like he might be doing that. He didn't even sh- he couldn't even show up without yeah. doing this. I mean, we'll see. This is possibly him working. Like I think people, I, I think people, think we at least have to give AW was there. I think they at least have to let the uh, let the interview air before we start talking about how much of an asshole he is and how he's yeah. fucked everything. The The interesting thing is where people say that he's an asshole and where he wasn't working, or at least they don't think he was, but again, these are people who have not seen the interview, is that apparently he talked about the elite and hangman, which as far as I know, he's not legally allowed to do so. Yeah. Or at least... Uh, the elite won't talk about uh, CM Punk, so yeah. Like if, because as far as I know, the elite aren't going to be working with him. So for him to call out somebody from the elite, from the confines of the other show, is kind of a dick move. But we will see. Yeah, it's. It's it, he's doing exactly what he says he hates happens, and so it's like, what are you doing that for? That's what he did before. Mm-hmm. He said these guys all went into business for himself, and then he goes into business for himself. Um, didn't we already go through all this shit? And he said, "Okay, I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna batten down the hatches." Okay, fine, fine, fine. I won't talk about it anymore. I won't talk it anymore. Talk about it. And now he's like, yeah. Hangman shot on me in our fight and punt and and chopped me in the face. Like Jesus Christ! Did, like they said that uh, he and Hangman talked it out ahead of time before their match, and that everything was fine. And then he showed up and it wasn't. And then they had their match, and okay, that's in the past, so everything should be fine now. But but it wasn't. He brought it up again. Like every time he says something's fine. He does something shitty. You know who hasn't said shit? Hangman. Yeah. Hangman's not said a goddamn thing. And you know what, Punk? Like, Hank, the shit that Hangman said, it appears to be right. Like, Punk's kind of hoganing it up a little bit right now. Like, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. It sounds like he's holding up the Kenta fight as well. He doesn't want to do the Kenta match. Yeah. Which, man, Kenta's done more in the past 20 years than you have. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Kenta too. Just, he's, Kenta's still trying to storyline it. It was like, they just got to pay me and I'll do it. I mean, yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to save face for everybody. Where Punk's just like, I don't know, even his match coming up this Saturday, look, it looks strange. We've got the Bullet Club, who are recruiting the young, who are recruit, who are 
seem to be recruiting the guns. But then we have Samojo just there because he's because yeah. he's friends with Punk, which is weird that he would then be his opponent. It's uh, it's a whole it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make a whole mm-hmm. lot of sense. Like these guys want to fight Punk, so they choose his friend. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just have to wait and see, because I know that AEW signed some, had Punk sign something too, to where like if he goes off the rails again, that they could just legally be done with him. Like they don't have to buy out his contract or anything. This could be that. <laughs> you can't call out a guy that you can't have a match with. Yeah. Like, in my, it depends what they consider off the rails. Because apparently AEW was there and they were watching it. So you would think if it was that bad that, or that, I don't know. Like, you got to give them some no-go zones. Which is like, you can't talk about the elite. Yeah. Don't talk about the elite. Like, you attack them. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't talk about They've all worked it out, and we just don't know it yet, and they're building towards something. They could be, but then why report things as they've been reported? Like, who knows? Yeah, that's true, too. Um, one thing that is interesting, I saw, I saw this somewhere, I don't remember where, that all the members of the Elite are in the process of favorable negotiations within AEW. And that uh, all of them would be pursued by WWE if they were to get away. But the thinking is that they're not going to. So that's good, at least. And this is after Punk doing his damnedest to ruin things. Not necessarily this interview. (laughs) But we'll see if this interview... Like, I I swear to God, this man. (laughs) It's just... Uh, anyways, it's I like, don't know. Have you ever seen Talladega Nights? Yes. The movie with Will Ferrell? Yes. Where he's talking to his dad and he, they, get, they get, get kicked out of Applebee's. He's like, I don't know, I got something wrong with my... Or when things start going right, I just got to sabotage it. Every time CM Punk does stuff, it always reminds me of that scene. Oh, yeah. He's, just, he's absolutely a self-sabotager, for sure. Yeah. He's done it so many times. And like I some think of... it's so he can play the victim, too, afterwards. And some of the people that he hates, it's like, you hate who? Like Kofi Kingston yeah. is apparently someone he hates. What? You hate Kofi Kingston. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And like Col- Colt Cabana, too. That's a weird one. Colt Cabana has at least said some shitty things in the past. Like, mm-hmm. I can, uh, but like, he was, he was cool with those shitty things. And he said those shitty things with Colt Cabana. Like yeah. there, like there was that thing that came out a few weeks ago, or like a month or so ago, and about uh, it was like an interview where CM Punk and Colt Cabana were talking about how they used to work with this woman or train with her, and they would uh, they would get like give her just enough opportunity to hurt her in the ring, wow. so that they so that she w- wouldn't have. So that she wouldn't wrestle anymore, and they called her like a ring rat, and like all kinds of shit. Like they were just actively talking about, oh yeah, we we would hurt her in the rings so that we didn't have to wrestle with her. And well, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, like I was just like, Jesus, guys. 
<laughs> this was on someone's podcast, I guess. Like, but years That's ago. Crazy. And mm-hmm. Punk says that he's improved as a human. I mean, we'll we see. I don't know. Like, his politics are good, but it's funny. It's like, uh, who would I rather work with, CM Punk or Chris Jericho? Fuck CM Punk's politics, but I would far rather work with Chris Jericho. Or fuck, uh, sorry, fuck Chris Jericho's politics, but I'd far rather work with him. It would be a much better environment and much better. Yeah. Like he's a professional. CM Punk is not a yeah, professional. He's, a, he's messy Chris as fuck. Chris Jericho's at least a professional and will work with you and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> try to sabotage you. CM Punk is messy as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. That guy can't keep a yeah. lid on things. It sucks because I've talked about it on here, how much I like punk, and it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> You're making it really hard. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a ride or die with punk. I was like a I was interested in him and I loved what he did in AEW. And I think he's a huge asset if they can get him to lock that shit down. But it doesn't look like he can. Like it looks like he's good in, in front of the camera and terrible behind the camera. Like, terrible. And it just depends. I don't know. It's like... It's like you hear about these celebrities where some people say, like, oh, every time I've worked with them and every time I've interacted with them, they're lovely people. And then you hear from other people, like, no, that person's a literal nightmare and I hate them. Mm-hmm. Like, like some of the worst pe- some of the worst stories of all time come from people that are like, oh, no, that person's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing with punk. Mm-hmm. I mean that happens in life like I've had coworkers where I'm like oh they're always nice to me and then like I hear from other coworkers like they're an asshole I'm like oh I don't they're always nice to me so I don't know yeah I don't know what to tell you I can't speak yeah. to it but yeah no it's yeah. funny like even within AEW there's lots of people that sing his praise and like mm-hmm. and others that just like he he's a shit he's a shit it's like once he decides he doesn't like you that's it and then uh, there's no yeah, coming he back. Doesn't seem like he's very, very forgiving either. Like if something were to happen, did you like legit try to apologize to him or something? He doesn't seem like he really cares. No, not at all. So it's like that's because it's like on interviews and stuff. I could tell Kitty like when they people have tried to bring it up, and he's like, "Well, I, I've tried to talk, but that's all I can really say." It's like I think Kenny wants to you know reconcile and move past it, but he tried. Like right mm-hmm. away, he tried, and Punk wasn't having it, so. And, and this is his dog, and he got bit by a human. So. And then they brought back the biter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one thing we should talk about, I guess, BJ Whitmer mm-hmm. um, is gone for because of domestic abuse. Um, and they AEW, kudos to them. They just said, they said, we have zero tolerance out of here. So, like, mm-hmm. okay, good. I mean, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting that hard line. I guess it's a hard line with guys behind the scene, <laughs> not necessarily guys that get accused of anything. I mean, I guess there's no there's no shadow of a doubt here. Like they know yeah, yeah. they knew he, he did it. Him. Like fucking <laughs> the the police were called. It is what it is. It's not mm. someone's story after the fact. Yeah. Um, not that I'm saying people's stories aren't believable, but like there's no. There's no, uh, there's no hiding. There's it. no way of 
Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no way him out of it. Getting out. It, it is what it is. Um yeah. so yeah, I mean he's gone. Good. I'm glad that is a thing that exists in the company that they're uh they've got a the quick hook there. Which is we're we're cool with biting though. Yeah. Uh, on some positive news, though, they they hired um, Jimmy Jacobs. Which is really yes, cool. which is funny. a creative legend from the Ring of Honor days. Yeah, it it will end in WWE when he worked there. He did the um, the highly regarded Jericho um, and Kevin Owens f- uh, festival of friendship. That was yeah, and the name. the list was his idea as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's a uh, he's really really good. He uh, he's. Beloved, he's very tight with uh, with this crew of yeah. ex Ring of Honor guys. I know the well, Bucks was, really like him too. I was to say he's friends with the Bucks. He got fired from WWE. Remember that BT where they did the Raw invasion? Yes, where they were like outside in the parking lot, and Jimmy Jacobs went out to talk to him, and they took a picture with him. He got fired because of it, which sucks. <laughs> which is that's the funniest way to get fired that I've seen yeah. in wrestling. Um. <laughs> I think that's very that's very very funny. I enjoyed that quite a bit. But yeah, that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. And we've seen a lot of the agents that have gotten hired. They become part of the show. I could see him becoming part of the show. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and he can wrestle too. I don't know if he still wrestles, but he he's not that old. I think he's like our age. Yeah, he he retired a while ago. But like, I'm thinking like we have like Sanjay Dutt, for example. Yeah, he was hired as a backstage guy, like, and was back there for a while before he started becoming an on-screen talent. And I think Jimmy Jacobs is the type of guy that hat still has that in him. I think he would be oh, an yeah. asset in, in front of the camera. Like, just think, stick him with someone like Kip Sabian. He'd be good. Him and I think him and Darby would be. Yeah, him and Darby would be really good. Him and Kip would be really good. Evolution of his gimmick that he had back in Ring of Honor. Absolutely, Uh, yeah. yeah, He's he's thirty nine, so he's not. No, he can. uh, I mean, he did retire from wrestling, but there's there's no reason why he can't be a really good manager, or Mm -hmm. even the occasional match. But again, like uh, Terry Funk's retired what like seven times or something like that. For sure, absolutely. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I would uh, I would like to see him. I would like to see him on screen. I think that would be cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Have him work his way in there. Oh, one one person that did get announced as signed this week. I can't remember. Is it EJ Nduka? Is that his name? Uh, I should I should get that I right. Think so. uh, uh, AEW exactly Nduka. EJ Nduka. Yes, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he is former MLW uh, tag champion with... Um, with what's his name, uh, Calvin Tankman. Um, yeah, he's a big dude. Um, he's athletic. He brings a kind of a, like a different look. There's not a whole lot of guys. There's not. There's nobody like him really on the roster. So cool. Like he's a body guy. He's a big athletic yeah. body guy. There's not a ton of those. Like, we got Wardlow, we've got, uh, I don't know if he's quite as big as Wardlow, but he's good, and he's a face people haven't really seen. And I remember, apparently he's been signed for a little while, 
And I remember like a month or so ago or a couple months ago, you know, when they show the ticker on the bottom of like the dark matches and seeing his name mm -hmm. on there and seeing that he was getting wins. And no, normally that's a sign that somebody has signed or they're trying to sign somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully they're just trying to work out a gimmick because I think, uh, I think he'd be great. Um, yeah, there's a, we could, we know he's a tag wrestler and we know he can tag with a big man. Um, yeah. So find him a big man if you want. Um, fucking Keith Lee's right there. Get Dustin Rhodes away from him because that's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it doesn't it doesn't work guys sorry <laughs> you just you guys have texas I, that's like the only connection i could think of yeah they're, they're nothing alike they're nothing alike <laughs> and uh i'm not i'm not saying that it it's a race thing to put in duca with uh with keith lee but more so the size he worked with uh with a big man who threw his weight around like vader um, that's something that, uh, Keith Lee can do, can do well. I think, uh, I think they'd be cool together. Um, yeah. So I think, uh, he would be a cool person to debut on collision actually. Yeah. Um, have him be not just strictly collision, but just have somebody debut there and be like homegrown collision as opposed to maybe homegrown dynamite. Mm -hmm kind of thing might be nice yeah again like i have no idea what his gimmick or mic works like but i just know that i know he's good in the ring and i know people like watching him so mm -hmm. he goes he's going by the judge i don't know what that means i know there have been oh i know i, I whenever i hear the judge i think of pope <laughs> the guy that was yeah. in tna yeah. pope was awesome though yeah, people liked him. And then he kind of dropped off the face of the earth. He was in WWE too, wasn't he? For a minute? He was WWE, they let him go, and then he was in uh, Impact, and they started to build him up, and then he came in right before Hulk Hogan came in to Impact, and then all that shit happened, and he just kind of, they stopped using him. That's sad. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's talk, I guess let's talk about some AEW. Um. Yeah, this was a big. Uh, this was a big hype up the uh, hype up Forbidden Door show, which, yeah. yay, <laughs> also big hype up uh, hype up Collision a bit as well. Like they did do some work. They had some promo packages with Punk, with. Um... Did you see? Speaking of Punk in that video, did you see that somebody a yeah, fan at the arena? was taking a video promo was playing and people in Washington DC do not like CM Punk. <laughs> yes. Well, that, that's the one thing with punk. Like they talk about how, um, the reception might not be what they want for him. It's so okay to have a guy with like ridiculous heat. Mm -hmm. Like if he has ridiculous heat, this could go well for them. The problem is if they try and yeah. bring him in and, and force him to be a face, that's where they're going to run yeah. into a problem. Because I think Washington, D.C. Yeah. aligns a little bit more with everywhere else. Yeah. And this is where it's weird to bring him back in Chicago because they're going to cheer him. 
Yeah, I was gonna say they're gonna have to do like what they did in JF in Long Island. Like that's the only place he'll be a, a good guy, and then everywhere else he'll be a bad guy. Yeah, it's uh. Hold on, I just want to see something. So I, I don't start know. of the show, yeah, kicked off with an absolute banger of Adam Cole versus MJF. I was like, well, we're starting here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this Which match was the end. bonkers. Yeah, it was very absolutely it, bonkers. It had, me, it had me concerned for a little bit, but then once you get to the end, it makes sense why they were acting like this and stuff. So it's a, I mean, this match was fantastic. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it made the show for me after the, did you just disappear? Hold on. I'm still here. There you go. Okay. Yeah. You're back. (laughs) You're there. I, well, we should say Brad is in, um, Brad's in the middle of a storm, right? Yeah. 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 We got tornadoes and shit all around. So if I disappear, it's my power has gone out. Yeah. You you did disappear from the, (laughs) from the Google video that, uh, that we have. So uh, I, I had a little chime that you were gone, and then you came back. But uh, okay. we'll we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully everything's gonna be fine. If not, yeah, this is what it is. But yeah, this match was amazing. They come out there. Um, I saw somebody. I don't remember where it was. It was maybe it was on Facebook somewhere. Someone said Adam Cole's. Uh, Adam Cole maybe built like a school child, but he'll beat your ass for thirty minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, he built like a guy who bags your groceries. Because Hulk Hogan said a lot of wrestlers nowadays look like they should be bagging his groceries, not wrestling. Right. And then so they said he'll beat your ass for thirty minutes or less or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, Adam Cole's amazing. Uh, this match was amazing. Uh, MJF, like I just love. They know that Adam Cole comes out, he's wearing a sleeve on his elbow, so MJF targets the elbow, which is pretty much MJF's game. He He's always going for the salt of the earth, he's always working the elbow, he's working the shoulder. Um, he was doing the, uh, they did like a double, uh, not tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, or was it? No, it's... Like a shoulder breaker, double shoulder breaker spot. Mm-hmm. And punk, or not punk, fuck. Although it's very punkish. Adam Cole went to do another shoulder breaker at one point and his knee kind of bent inwards mm-hmm. on it and kind of imploded. Yeah. And I I still don't know if that was legit or if that was yeah. meant to happen because they didn't really work it later on. Because um, they were definitely working the arm, and but when it happened, it's just like, oh god, no, oh god, no, yeah. we we can't have Adam Cole getting hurt again. But like, yeah, I'm always so scared of those knee moves, of like mm-hmm. the Ushigaroshi or the yeah. shoulder breaker or anything, like any impact on your knee. Eventually, it's just gonna give. Yeah, yeah, it's it doesn't look. Like, it'd be that serious, but then once you start thinking about it, you're like, oh, yeah, you're dropping, like, a whole human down on your knee. Like, <laughs> that's going to suck. Yeah, and if it bends the wrong way, that's it. You're toast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, at the beginning of the match, uh, 
when MJF was getting his heat and he started like posing like Shawn Michaels and then he tried to do the sweet chin music build up and Adam Cole just got up and super kicked him, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was um, MJ? Yeah, MJF's gotten really good at just uh, he gets away with a lot in the ring that he doesn't in his promos now like he can't swear in his promos but he'll swear in the match um he's doing like jerk off jokes in the match as he at one point as he was kind of putting adam cole in a form of an arm bar he started jerking the arm (laughs) yeah which was hilarious i also i can't remember like a hundred percent but i think adam cole did that to someone in pwg oh did he okay so adam cole probably told him about it yeah yeah which he's like he's like do this do this MJF. yeah yeah and mjf is a fucking student of the game man he picks up on everything i feel like he's like he's always watching tape you can tell because mm-hmm. he is uh like he he breaks shit out and he knows things like he he know it's really it's like in design how in order to break the rules you have to know the rules mm-hmm. it's like he knows to how to mock somebody or how to make fun of somebody or how to do a move in a certain place that's going to get a reaction because he mm-hmm. knows the history of the people and of the sport and of mm-hmm. the the matches. Um, yeah, this is so good. So Cole's hurt. He, his his yeah, arm is hurt. His knees are hurt. The heat seeker, mm-hmm. the heat seeker is wild. The heat, the heat seeker spot was great, like they they built to it so well. Because I after he hit Adam Cole with it, Adam Cole did such a good job of selling it. I was like, oh, because like he wasn't like wincing in pain after uh, JS moves after that. Like he just kind of had like a blank stare. I was like, uh oh. And he, he <laughs> and like he'd be staring up and he'd just be talking to the medical person yeah. or like just talking to the ref. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, is he like, guys, my bell's rung. Guys, my bell's yeah. rung. Get me some time. Get me some time. Because they did do That's... that. Yeah. M- MJF put him through a table with an elbow drop where brilliantly he hit Cole's arm with the elbow so the the commentators were able to talk about that, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cole's just lying there staring up at the sky with Doc Sampson talking to him. Um, Cole with the 100-mile stare going mm-hmm. but then he gets up he gets right in at nine um and from here we start to get the shenanigans we get we have uh we have bryce taking a shot from i think cole by accident they they knocked yeah. Bri- they knocked bryce down uh mjf like a absolute cartoon like gets like the googly eyes like he's looking at a giant pair of jugs and like the, the the tongues rolling out of his mouth and he goes running across the ring gets the exactly from from the mask um he gets the ring he goes to hit him and then of course uh oh wait no he he didn't get the ring then he got the belt right he got the belt and he tried to do the eddie guerrero yeah he tried to do the eddie guerrero and Oh yeah, Bryce, Bryce Bryce collapsed again. He collapsed again, and Adam Cole's holding the belt, and he's like, oh, okay. So he hits MJF. 
with the bell. Which was a great spot. <laughs> really, really well. Because when they do it now, you're kind of like, okay, this is cute. This is Eddie Guerrero. But we've seen it like 10,000 times. But this was a funny way of doing it where the the ref collapses again. He's like, oh, shit. So he gets, yeah. he gets clobbered with it. Um, MJF eventually will pull in the ref. Uh, he'll hit Adam Cole with the low blow. And then he did another f- funny thing where he was able... Oh, wait, no, that was a different match. Anyways, he's able to get the 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 ring into the ring and Bryce is holding his eye. But as he's about to hit him with it, Bryce sees it and takes it from mm-hmm. him, throws it out of the ring. Um, and then Adam Cole is able to hit his two moves. He's about to get the win. And the bell dings. Yeah. Like it's 2.9999 and the bell goes yeah. ding, ding, ding. And I knew exactly what it was. I, I knew it was a time mm-hmm. limit draw. I was like, this is great. Because yeah. partway through, I thought I heard, because it's hard to hear because it's just in the arena. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, over. At point, the Dapper Yapper said like 10 minute warning or 15 minute warning. And they were going. One time during the match. They were going so long that mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. I was like, we might get a tie here. But they did a really good job of not telegraphing it. Mm-hmm. So that when it happened, it felt natural. Yeah. As opposed the the other times they've done it, like you kind of saw it coming a mile away. I didn't mm-hmm. see it coming a mile away. But uh, it was in the back of my see... mind when I heard it. When I heard... Uh... Yeah. I, I didn't see it till the closing stretch. And then I realized that it was um, 7.34 my time. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're going time limit. I didn't know they were going to 30 minutes. Well, yeah, it had been 30 minutes. It was like, uh, as you said, like uh, 734 or whatever, or mm-hmm. 834, I guess. Um, yeah. Cause my time, I guess. So I was, uh, I was looking at it. I was like, I was like, oh, they're going 30 minutes. And it didn't stick in my head. That it still didn't click. <laughs> no, it didn't. I was like, it's like, ooh, they're giving them time. This is great. It was my <laughs> thinking. Like, ooh, I love that they're, uh, that they're letting them go here. But yeah, this is amazing. And then Adam Cole grabs the mic and he says, five more minutes. Yeah. And MJF just nuts. slides backwards out of the ring like he's Randy Orton mm-hmm. and leaves. And I'm like, yeah. this is this is perfect. He's perfect. Yeah. Um, it's a way for Adam Cole to get over. Like Adam Cole's Oh yeah. This like is... they both got over here. MJF is a fucking little sneak. And uh, Adam Cole may still get a match out of this. I think they're just going to feud now. But oh, yeah. uh, but I we bet will this see. Will be the title match for All In. Yes, all out, one of the two. And I'm curious if Adam Cole will win. I doubt it. But, um, uh, good stuff. Big fan of this. Mm-hmm. I'm also big fan of the match card that they put together for this show that I'm looking at. The old school. Fight card. Oh yeah, they did like, yeah, yeah. It has the patriotic little patriotic theme to it because they they're in, they were in Washington D.C. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, things. that makes sense. They used to do a lot of that stuff, um, mm-hmm. early on. Then they kind of stopped. I wish they would bring that back. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, or hire a new graphics guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What came next? Or person? I shouldn't just say guy, but yes, for I'm sure. To see what happened. Um, so after the opening match we had the cm punk promo that we were just talking about yeah where he said uh he said i've got some shit to say this is where it makes me think that 
maybe the stuff that he said with ESPN was planned. I think so. Because like you said, AEW is there. So I'm thinking this is all. Yeah, the 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 weird the weird and they said that uh it it seems very intentional that they're trying to blur the lines. So like it's possible maybe maybe um Hangman is the one guy who said I'll work with them. Yeah, maybe man. Hangman said he'll work with them. We don't know. That's where I'm, Hangman that, seems like the type of guy to not hold grudges. So. <laughs> no, I don't think he does, but you, you never know. He's also the guy that called him out on air <laughs> in, fr- in front of That's the world. True. That's very so, true. Um, but yeah, like he, Hangman, I don't know. We, like, we don't know because uh, he wasn't in the fight. Um, he, w- he was gone, so maybe it's a little different for him. I'm not sure. Or maybe he's the guy of the lead that said, okay, one of us has to face Punk at some point. Like, maybe maybe that's what it is. Like, you know, like we don't know. It could be Punk's building to something. So Punk said that MJF shot on him and slapped him in the mouth during the match? Not MJF, uh, Hangman. Hangman, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I guess they were chopping. I've seen, yeah, I was going to say, I've seen plenty of New Japan matches where they're chopping each other and then somebody accidentally gets chopped in the throat. Like yeah, it's like, go with it. It happens. It happens. <laughs> and it's yeah. not an accident. It's part of the like this is what kind of drives me crazy with uh with CM Punk. He's a guy like he came up through Ring of Honor where they were doing crazy shit, where they were mm-hmm. they were bleeding all over the place. They were doing dangerous stuff. They were these these hard, hard men. And then fucking Hangman makes it look real and smacks him in the mouth a little bit. And now, fucking, he's shooting on him in mm-hmm. in interviews. Um, so I don't know. Like, uh, I'm. This is where, like, I said today. Like, at first, I said, like, wow, Phil was messy. Um, mm-hmm. This is the, like, this is the fear for him. Can you trust him to not do this yeah. shit? And I think, generally speaking, the answer is no. You can't trust him. But it's possible that. This is them getting something out of the fight. Yeah, maybe. It's possible this is... Who knows? This... He, he could still be playing like he's grumpy, and then Saturday when we get to the show, he's just like, I want to apologize to the elite. or something. Like He just has a total change of heart or something. <laughs> yeah, but, but my issue is that apparently some of the interview is him saying, from my perspective of the fight, like, they've been very clear that they're not supposed to talk about the fight. Mm-hmm. None of them have talked about it. So if he did go into this interview and talked about it, that's a bad thing. The The only thing is that if it's an AW sanctioned talking about it in order to get to a match with him and Hangman, then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. If this was stuff with the Bucks, I'd be like, "Oh no, this is fucked," because there's no way the Bucks are going to be able yeah. are going to be wanting to do it. But maybe Hangman will. I don't know. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. I guess tune in Saturday. Yeah, we'll see what yeah. he says on the air. I, I mean, this interview's got to be coming out tomorrow or Saturday, right? I'd because they're tomorrow because they're hyping up Collision with it. Collision, yeah. So it's got to be coming out tomorrow. So apparently it's spicy. We'll see. 
Um, I'm curious if these, uh, if the dirt sheet reporters are, I use quotation marks there, are, um, if they've got worked a bit, if maybe Punk was entirely working and they, they bought it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So afterwards, I guess. What if the Sammy Guevara comes out? Oh Yeah. This was an interesting one. Um, yeah. Coming out looking like the newest member of the, the West Side Jets <laughs> gang from West Side Story. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Dad gear. <laughs> um, coming out looking like a dad. Coming out with, mm-hmm. I swear to God, the worst ring video ever. Yeah. It's like he gets his nephew to friggin' yeah. his unborn baby to to do the videos for him. And it's always just someone that he's recently fought, which is kind of funny. I like the idea. It just looks like he got a kid to do it. Yeah, I don't. Know. It's supposed to be like Dragon Ball Z, but it doesn't look like Dragon Ball Z at all. It looks like the <laughs> Dragon Ball Z I used to draw when I was twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you find on like Newgrounds or something back in the day. <laughs> yeah, this uh, it looks like a twelve twelve year old did this. It's mm-hmm. the cheesiest thing in the world. Um, it's it's so weird. Anyways, mm-hmm. I, I, I do like that it updates, though, depending on who he's yeah. fighting and who the feud is. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. But anyways, he comes out and he says, I'm having a kid. I'm having a girl. He's getting the cheers. He's saying, but nothing's changing. I'm going to be here holding my girl, holding my kid, holding my belt. And the fans are kind of cheering him. Some of them are booing him. But like he's still getting a decent amount of cheers here, and then Sammy Guevara. Somebody in the crowd had a sign here to Guevara, so I guess it's kind of working. That said, what? What did it say? I'm here to see Sammy Guevara. Well, there you go. It it is working a bit. It is working a bit. (laughs) And the MJF stuff was working as well. Like he got over with MJF Mm -hmm. as well. That that helped him a lot. Um, It did. So then, um, Darby Allen comes out. And he says, uh, I have to say, um, we, we may not have always gotten along, but I, I do respect you. I respect our match. Uh, congratulations on the kid, yada, yada, yada. But I do have to say um, that when are you going to, when are you going to move away from from the Jericho Appreciation Society. Like, when is it going to, when is it going to be Sammy's time? Um, he's a, like, we, you almost got there, uh, at the pay-per-view without them. You did not need them. Um, and then, Jer- and then, uh, they're sort of, uh, and Sammy, Sammy kind of knows this. You can tell deep down he, he knows this. And then Jericho's music hits. He comes out, um, and, the most- ridiculous purple shoes i've ever seen those high heel boots he had <laughs> looking like a one of the wicked witches yeah that's exactly what i was thinking and before jericho got there he said uh he said me and sting we're equals it's not the sting appreciation society um mm-hmm. jericho gets there he says get out of here kid to uh to to darby, to darby. and he and he and uh he and Sammy are kind of, they're going eye to eye. He says, like, Sammy, you didn't, you didn't ask for our help. You didn't get our help, and you lost. 
had you asked for help, I would have helped you. Um, we would have we would have done great. Maybe we need to get back together, do a little bit of Lissex gods again, um, get you back in the fold. And Sammy's kind of backing up a bit because he knows that Darby's right. Um, mm-hmm. and he says, you know what? Maybe the Lissex gods should beat this little emo twerp over here. Um, he's all alone. And I kind of loved how Darby kind of got back into frame. Like in yeah. between them with a big grin on his face. Um, as that happened. He said something to. What do you say to Jericho? Oh, he's like, you call yourself a wizard, but as soon as you step in the ring, all the magic's gone now. And everyone's like, oh. That was good. That was really yeah. good. He said, he said, like, how many matches have you lost lately? He's like, you're, yeah, you're washed, uh, dude. Yeah, because Jericho said, you know, if you would have asked me for help, you'd be world champ. And then Sammy says, you should have called me. And then you probably could have beaten, you wouldn't have lost to Adam Cole twice. So Sammy was giving it back a little bit. So that was good. No, for sure. I liked it. Um, and Darby says, you seem to think that I'm not, that I'm alone here. You're wrong there. Mm-hmm. Of course, out comes Sting. Uh, Tony Schiavone does his thing, which uh, which is endearing. He's like, oh my God, it's Sting! Which I hated at first, and I begrudgingly appreciate now. <laughs> I just thought that Sting still has the snow. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It has <laughs> nothing to do with his character. Um, yeah. yeah, so he comes out. Um, and this was cool. They said, like, oh, my God, Sting and uh, Sting and Jericho have never had a match before. I was like, oh, shit, really? That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess uh, they were kind of different eras of WCW a little bit. Well, like, they were at the same time, but that's when Sting was doing, like, the, the first The Crow yeah, so he, he, was only, he was doing main event stuff and Jericho was mm-hmm. doing cruiserweight stuff at the time. They weren't stuff, they yeah. weren't in the same uh bracket. Yeah. So uh which uh I after the, all this was going down, I remember seeing a tweet from Chris Jericho the other day talking about somebody asked him if he's ever worked with Sting and he says, Nope, and I don't want to. He's a piece of crap or something. So it was like just kinda happenstance that somebody tweeted at him like that and they were doing it this week, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, no. This is where Jericho is fucking great at his job. Like he knows how to just plant those little seeds. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, and uh, they come in the ring, and and Jericho puts Floyd into Sting's into Sting's neck, and Sting brushes it aside, and he puts he puts his bat to under uh, under Jericho's under Jericho's uh, neck, and Jericho kind of like knocks uh sting's bat away like gently with floyd and then sting fucking cracks the bat out of jericho's yeah, hand, and it, fl- hand. Yeah. and it flies and hits the ropes um mm-hmm. eventually uh jericho would leave the ring um mm-hmm. and back away but um sammy stayed in the ring yeah, and jericho's like come on sammy like trying to tell him to leave like, come on and come Sa- on. sammy was like the last one to get out of the ring which was interesting. Mm-hmm. So like, this is cool. I like this. And I, for the good of the company and for the good of Sammy, I just want Sammy to get over to develop more as a character to, mm-hmm. to be able, like this, this is good. Like this is, this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. And this does remind yeah. me of the fans were all behind Sammy when they thought he was going to turn on Jericho. Mm-hmm. And they kind of uh, 
abandoned him when he didn't. Like when he eventually didn't turn on him. Fans don't love when somebody they think is going to turn on somebody when they don't. Fans don't like that. Mm -hmm. They didn't love it when Daniel Garcia did it as well. Um, They also didn't like it when Jamie Hayter didn't, which was interesting because now they're back on the Jamie Hayter train. Like that didn't derail that train at all. I, I think it's just the power of Jamie Hayter, but it is the sheer power of Jamie Hayter. Hopefully she's coming back soon. Um, yeah. cause, cause I forgot I I she's not the women's fun. champion anymore. It is Tony storm who I think is mm-hmm. a fantastic women's champion. I'm a big fan. Oh, oh yeah. And then, so what I liked about this is, um, sting and Darby stayed out cause it led straight into their match when they came back from commercial. But before that, before they cut to the ring, we had a video package from Sonata. Yes. The IWGP champion, the champion in New Japan, he issued an open challenge, which was cool. Which was accepted by Jungle Boy, which Jungle is a surprise, Boy. but I like it. Um, yeah. Some fans are, like, I think they kind of view Jungle Boy a little bit as milk toast. Kind of like. Yeah, uh, which, we can talk about that segment now, where it's because it's him in Hook. Yes. They're talking about being in a tag team and stuff. And, oh, sorry, Hook. Uh, I forgot to tell you, I accepted his open challenge. And you can see Hook's kind of mad. And he's like, don't worry, though. Once I win that title, you'll get the first shot at the title, and we'll get back to being a tag team. And I, in my head immediately, I was like, Jungle Boy is 1,000% turning on Hook. Yes, he's going to be the he's going to be the Christian in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And then they can have a nice, fun rivalry and maybe in the scenario we'll finally hear hook say something what i love that he hasn't said anything i love yeah. he's always about to say because something he, and then something yeah. else happens something else happens because john was like you can have my back at the pay-per-view and hook sits there for a second looks like he's gonna say something but he just fist bumps him and then they walk off i didn't pick up on that that uh that hook looked pissed yeah Okay, that's like, cool. They, they, they put out a new Jungle Hook t-shirt. And like, yeah. They're like really hyping them up as being the new hot tag team. Yes. And then Jungle Boy's like, oh, I'm going for a singles title. <laughs> a title he's not going to win, but it'll be great. It'll no. be a fun match. It'll be a really fun match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, let's talk about another New Japan thing that happened. We had, uh, we had MJF nursing his wounds in the back. And we get a, uh, or no, before that, we get the a video of Tanahashi saying that, uh, just doing the prototypical, like, ace, like, raw, raw promo, like, I'm coming to, uh, to AEW, I'm here to, uh, I've, I've held gold all over the world, I want to hold some AEW gold, I want to. Yeah, he said he's, like, super close to winning it last year, but Mox is too tough, and he wants another shot at it. So he's so he calls out MJF, and then we go to the back, and MJF is being worked on, and I forget who comes up to him. It might be Renee. Renee. Uh, she's Renee. like MJF. Um, like, uh, tough match tonight. Uh, what do you think of the news of Tanahashi facing you? And he's like, "What? <laughs> news of what match?" Uh, she yeah. says, "Like, oh yeah, uh, Tony Khan booked the match." She's just like. Well, you know what? Tony Khan does not book my matches. And last time he tried to get me to uh, force me to have a match I didn't like, I almost no-showed. So maybe I'll do it again. Yeah, he says, like, sorry, I'm not going to give some indie 
some indie star from a rinky dink jabroni company, New Japan, a shot at my title. <laughs> Which is, and this is what this is what I love. He's been beating this drum of New Japan being a rinky dink indie for mm-hmm. months now. Like he's yeah. he laid this down, uh, this talking point down months before uh, Forbidden Door Two was even announced. Like this has become part of his character, in in that he he despises New Japan and he thinks it's the shits. But you know, in the back, he's back there watching all of it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And that's part of it. It's like, uh, sort of like his, it, and even it's like, I don't, his character doesn't think it's bad, but like his character is, um, like deep down realizes it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, like, uh, he loves ECW. He did the Candido bomb. He, he, or like he, like he loves all this shit, but he won't admit it. Mm -hmm. He won't admit it on camera, but he loves it. His character loves yeah. it. He he's watched it. He knows who Tanahashi is because he reacted to it. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who Tanahashi is. He's the ace. But yeah, no, it's yeah. good shit. Okay, you want to talk about the the four man tag the stage? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Orange. From this point on, I don't have that much of a memory of these matches. Oh, okay, well, this <laughs> one was just like a big. It was good. Schmaz cluster. It was good. Uh, I really I Brian Cage in the old school Sting makeup. Yes, that that was my favorite part of the match. It was Brian Cage with this. I was like, now I'm into Brian Cage. Like this is something I wanted to talk about. Did you see? Did this show up on the your no? Screen? I saw other people online talking about it. Afterwards, no, yeah. Afterwards, like when, um, when go ahead. When Darby did the dive onto Brian Cage and he caught him, a big black no just appeared on the screen. I was like, what the hell is that? And Sean Ross Sapp tweeted out, it's like, it was on every like cable provider and everything, so it's something they're doing. So I wonder what that is. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a, if it's a technical difficulty, like they're supposed to have a graphic that comes up on the bottom of the screen, maybe. Yeah, and like, was it was missing, <laughs> and it's sort of like an error message. Mm-hmm. Like a lack of certain graphics showed up and that's what happens. Like, I, d- I don't know. Or they're hinting towards somebody. Like, that's what I hope it is. Who it's knows? Maybe this is that guy I was talking about, EJ. Or maybe yeah, maybe be. it's him. Who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm going to hold that hope that it's uh, Pac coming back and he's doing some weird stuff. Okay. Sure. Yeah, he, he they did it a, f- a few weeks ago, too. Or they yeah. did it during the the Four Pillars as well. Yeah, like one of their promos. It yeah, did, it yeah. went like, no, yes, no, yes, no, or something like that. Yeah, and this one was just no, which is cool. But uh, another big spot I liked during this match was the uh, triple powerbomb stomp they did to Keith Lee. Yes, I do remember that. That was bananas. Keith Lee looked great yeah. in this. He did one. They, they got to put Keith Lee on TV more. <laughs> Absolutely, that because he was that, just throwing everyone around. Brian KJ and uh, what's their tag team name? Um, uh, Gates of Agony. Gates of Agony. He was just throwing them around like they were nothing. Yeah, when he picked <laughs> when he picked up Swerve to just it was like a fucking gorilla press urinagi or whatever. Yeah, it's like a 
It's like a hip choke slam. He like just grabs your hips and like picks you up. I was like, that man was so high in the fucking air. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> and Sting took a splash from Toa Leone that I thought was gonna kill him. So did I, because he didn't get all the way in the corner at first. I was like, come on, Sting. <laughs> get in there, buddy. Get in crunch. Yeah. No, he he took a hit. Yeah, the fucking yeah. the the faces in this match looked real small compared to the uh mm-hmm. To the heels in this one, minus mm-hmm. Keith Lee. Um, I love that. Uh, like they've got these huge hulking guys on the heel team, and they're throwing everybody around. But Sting can knock them down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sting comes in there, and he can just throw hands with Brian Cage. He can throw hands with with Toa Leone. It's uh, it's good. I, it's good shit. I like the ending too, because Sting was trying to get him in the death drop. Brian Cage picks him up for the F five. Orange Cassidy runs in, does the orange punch. Sting falls back into the Scorpion Death Drop, and that was a cool it's, sequence. It was a it was a well put together match. It was fun, mm-hmm. but yeah, my favorite part was I was I even I texted you. I was like, "Damn, man, I miss corny ass fucking eighties nineties uh, um wrestling face paint. Bring that mm-hmm. shit back. That's fun." Because like, immediately I liked Brian Cage. I was like, this this guy looks fucking great now. I don't want this fucking. You look like somebody they'd be in Mad Max or something. Cause he's yeah, so I don't cool. want dude bro McJimmy pants over there. Like yeah. a fucking roid out man from the gym with the fucking stupid mm-hmm. mohawk. I don't want that. I want Hawk and Animal. Yeah. Give me Hawk and Animal. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can be that. You can just yell. Like. <laughs> Just fucking like look at Sting. Look how Sting came in. You're more talented than that. You can work. You can be the new Dingo. Yeah, there you go. That's a throwback right there. The Dingo Warrior. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Be the new Dingo Warrior, baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. No, I I love Gates of Agony too. They're a great throwback as well. They are. They are. They remind me of the Samoan SWAT team. Exactly. They remind me, they, they look like a team that would get over huge in Japan. Like, they give me a oh, lot yeah. of um, uh, the uh, Viking Raiders. Gorillas of Destiny? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Viking Raiders, Gorillas of Destiny. But, like, they're a little beefier is what I mean. Like, yeah. I think they're, they'd be a team that would just, like, gel over there. Like, oh, I would love to see the them in, like... I would love to see them get over, uh, like, get into, like, World Tag League or something like that. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. I think they would be, I think they would do well, especially with the Ring of Honor connection. Um, you got yeah. Shibata working Ring of Honor tapings right now, which is fucking yeah. amazing. Well, he's going to be on a match next week, and not to get too far ahead, but. He had a match this past week, and I did not watch it. That would that was that was the rampage uh, card to watch, and apparently was a card that was almost, well, not entirely put together by uh, Christopher Daniels, but it was his, or no, Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. but it was it, that was his idea, the uh, championship okay. uh, Friday, was uh, was, was his cool. baby. It's a good show. Probably my favorite rampage. Yeah, no, it it should be, just based off that card by default. <laughs> Should have been the best one. So I didn't watch the, it. Uh, Feel bad. Wardlow versus Jake Hager match. This match was a big nothing. It's just Wardlow. 
Yeah. It's just yeah. Wardlow beating him up. And then yeah. the only thing at the end was that Christian and the and uh Luchasaurus like killed Arn Anderson. Like he's yes. all bloody. The, as you said, the match was boring. And I was distracted during it. I was on my phone. I was more interested in other things that were going on than I was in the match. Um, yeah. So. At least he had, but I will say, at least he had a match with somebody that wasn't Samoa Joe or someone else he's already faced. Actually, he has already faced him. Yeah. But like, they always they always run it back with Wardlow. He's, this is like yeah. the, the run it back belt, and I hate it. They don't do it mm-hmm. with the TBS title. It's weird. Yeah, and then so Christian and Luchasaurus have beaten up Arn Anderson, and so now this Saturday it's going to be Wardlow versus Luchasaurus for the people. So that'd be cool. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, I like that. This mm-hmm. is another match for Collision, which will be cool. I'm, uh, I'm all for that. I will not be watching this live because I will be uh, seeing my parents for Father's Day. So oh, yeah. uh, I'll, uh, I'll watch it live. Yeah, I I don't even think I can watch it live. I don't think it's possible to watch it, it live not, in Canada. Yeah, up there. Yeah, like it may it might be, but I don't I don't think so because I think kind of uh, I think TSN was might have been in a little bit of a okay show me with the rampage thing, and they're like you didn't show me shit. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Like they still have rampage airing online through the service. Like like I can watch it on my computer, uh-huh. but. I don't know that they have it for the for the Saturdays. And during the winter that's gonna be hard because that's hockey night. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I mean they uh, they have next. next was Orange Cassidy backstage. Oh, what'd you say? No no no. Go, 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 go. Oh, next was Orange Cassidy, because I like this where he's they're like, So what's next Orange Cassidy's like, Well usually at this time when I start talking, somebody comes and oh here they are. Yes, he's just and interrupts him, and then is Zack Saber Jr., which Zack Saber Jr. versus Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door. Hell yes, I. Zack Saber Jr. is like I'm surprised. I thought we were gonna get uh, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe versus Zack Saber Jr., but no, we're not getting that. We're getting this instead, and I am like, okay, great. I didn't know I wanted this. This this is fun. Um, give yeah, me yeah. this because this is the type of shit that Orange Cassidy is good at too these uh ground-based yeah. matches and him irritating the hell out of Zack Sabre Jr. will be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Zack yeah. Sabre Jr. to Zach go. Zack Sabre Jr. called him like Orange Julius Wanker or something. Which is <laughs> and, like... I can't wait for Zack Sabre. two belts. Yep. Oh, I was going to say, he said he wanted two belts and then Daniel Garcia comes in and says, well, I want two belts and I want to take this off Orange Cassidy and then I want Shibata's belt back. And then so next week they set up, it's Shibata and Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Daniel Garcia on, on Dynamite. <laughs> Orange Cassidy is like, well, Shibata's not here. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he will be here on, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, Saturday. I don't know. Or he's No, he's a, next he week. will be here next week. So maybe then. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm, uh, someone said that they were surprised that they aren't saving that for Ring of Honor, um, that match. And hey, man, put it, put it on either card because Death Before Dishonor is coming. But no, man, put it on, uh, put it on this one, man. 
Um, one thing I'm interested in, I know Tony Khan has been trying to make this happen. He has been trying to get stardom involved in Forbidden Door. I don't know if that's something he can make happen for this show. I would hope so, because it was weird last time to have all men's matches. Yeah, well, and now they have the IWGP Women's Championship that's defended on New Japan shows, so you'd think they could at least do... I forget the champ's name over there now, but you could do her versus Tony Storm at least. Yeah, they have other... They have Kyrie Zane. Yeah. Fucking get Kyrie Zane over here. I mean, I guess they're all technically stardom wrestlers? Is it because it's all Bushy Road, right? Yeah, but yeah, I was going to say they're owned by the same people, so can't be. It's not like you got to go to a different company to talk for them. Yeah, and I don't know. <laughs> you got an AEW woman holding the New Japan Strong title. Um, mm-hmm. I would assume um, it would be cool to have Willow defend that on this card mm-hmm. against a New Japan um, yeah, you woman. Do, you could do that, and then you could do Tony Storm versus the IWGP Women's Champ. You absolutely should. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess, speaking of the women, we have a women's match, which was good. Um, again, I was a little distracted, but Sky Blue looks really good out there. I'm... I am... My dog's barking. But at least it had set up, because on Rampage, Sky Blue won a four-way. She did. She Brit, she Brit, uh, she Brit upset them. Rose and I forget who else. Yeah. Um, and you knew Nyla Rose wasn't winning because she just won, uh, or she just had a match for the title and lost. Yeah, so it wasn't going to be her. It was Britt and who is the fourth? Mercedes Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really cool to see Sky Blue win that match. Get this match up. Um, she's good and her. Her code blue is amazing. I love it. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, it's my favorite. Co- it's my favorite code red in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, her mom was at ringside. So Ruby and um, Tony were spraying her, picking on her mom at ringside and stuff. Yeah, they, sprayed they... her with spray paint. I liked the uh, Soraya cut out because Soraya wasn't there. She said she didn't want to come to our capital, which. I'm sure she just had the week off or something, but (laughs) they had a little cardboard cut out of her. Yeah, and they were beating Sky Blue with it, which was funny. Um, Mm -hmm. I really, really... Sky Blue, she had her own spray paint. Yeah, it was blue, which was nice. She used it and almost got the win with it, which was was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, good match, man. Um, I wish I wasn't so distracted because this shit was solid. The crowd in DC was amazing. They were there. They were up for this match. And then, so after the match, Tony Storm wins with the, her pile driver, which I love her pile driver because there's like no setup. She just goes straight into it. Yeah, it's, it's and it's short and it's snappy. Mm-hmm. So after that, she gets the win. They start beating her down. Then Willow comes and makes a save. Willow gets a huge reaction, which is good. Yeah, Willow. She, she's loved. Um, yeah, everyone loves Willow, so I guess willow's gonna get a title shot because this saturday on collision 2 it's sky blue and willow versus ruby soho and tony storm yes that would be cool um yeah i'm trying to trying to think of ways that they could uh make a uh new japan thing out of this there's got to be something 
like a nude. I don't know. Have a brawl break out at Collision. It's Collision, right? That they have this match mm-hmm. at. That's cool. Like they're they're stacking this card, and yeah, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing that I guess we can talk a little bit about is the uh, is the shitty numbers for Collision <laughs> going forward. Like the attendance numbers are bad. For oh yeah yeah we we talked about that some last week how they they're like an hour away from Toronto for a did we or did we just talk about that ourselves we did talk about it in no, the episode okay yeah because yeah, it, right. it's still bad and it's fucking still bad like <laughs> they yeah. they gotta uh, but if you if you look like you know Chicago's doing well yeah I think all most of them after that are in Canada and then the first show after they get to finish with their Canadian tour yeah is almost selling out too. So it's it's like we were talking about like they just booked too many of these shows too close together. Yeah, no, it's um, it's fine. Yeah, they they booked a bunch of major Canadian uh, cities in Hamilton, which is not a major Canadian city. It's not a major Canadian city. It's basically a big suburb of Toronto. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a small town attached to Toronto on the outside. Um, yeah, it, they should they should not be running. It should be Montreal. They're not doing Montreal, as far as I know. Montreal, is Montreal is a huge sports city, a huge mm-hmm. sports city. Um, and they have been big for WWE in the past. Um, they could be. I think they're doing Ottawa. Anyways, yeah, it's strange. They sort of they doubled down too much. They they got way too confident with the mm-hmm. uh with the Toronto numbers previously and for Forbidden Door. Um it says I've lost network connection trying to reconnect. And there you're back. <laughs> um it's starting to get pretty bad out there. So is it that's why okay. I keep looking over at, out the window. Yeah. Yeah, it did uh it did drop out a little bit for a second. Yeah. Okay. So you know what? Let's so let's they... skip right ahead to the main event then. Well, one match I wanted to talk about okay. for Collision is Buddy Matthews versus Andrade El Idolo and B-Rose Wrestling. Ooh. I didn't say who he's wrestling. Yes, that's a Buddy fucking Matthews banger. Buddy Andrade, what I'm hoping happens is this ends in like a schmoz. And so you get House of Black beating up Andrade. And then, you know, you can have Rouge come out and save him. And then, like, on the Tron or something, have Naito set up a trios match. L.I.J. versus House of Black. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. No, yeah, that's brilliant. Fucking Tony Khan. Get this man on your payroll. Mm -hmm. Get rid of of Will Washington. (laughs) Bring in Brad Brad Hardcastle to do your booking going forward. (laughs) Goodness gracious, Ignatius. That's that's all I wanted to talk about because I was like, I really hope that's what that's setting up. If that match happens, that's all I want to talk about also. (laughs) <laughs> okay so main event we got the elite versus so blackpool combat club the the main event and did you did you see the the dress like the corniest cowboys you've ever seen they dress like the fucking righteous gemstones out there it was fantastic <laughs> we had fucking young bucks and baby billy coming Speaking out to the, the ring season comes back on sunday it does it is is mm-hmm. back baby the best show on tv yeah that and uh, what we do in the shadows, fucking woo wee. Mm-hmm. Those shows are good. Um, yeah, 
but yeah, so this match is great. And you know what? They were calling them the Hung Bucks the week before. Did you see their lower third mm-hmm. on this on this episode? Did you see it? Uh, no, what did it say? Oh my god, what I gotta find it. You gotta vamp for me for a little bit. Oh, was it the thing where it's like a sexually ambiguous name or something like that? Yeah, it said uh it said sexually ambiguous name and categorically false. <laughs> it's a, it's a, uh, like formally uh, categorically false and sexually ambiguous name. So I never realized it was a play on Hangman and the Young Bucks. That's mm-hmm. why they're being called the Hung Bucks. Yeah, because of Hangman. I didn't put that together. So I guess that <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that was their trio's name was the Hung Bucks, and maybe they got in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but cuz they'll often give trios their own name like when they actually come together. It's like like they call them Chaos or they call them like when uh when Trent and and what's his name tag together, they call them Rapongi Vice again. They didn't just say Rocky and Trent. Yeah. And like when uh, best friends team with Bandito that they're the best amigos. Yeah, exactly. I love that they do that. Like that's uh mm-hmm. that's also that's a very PWG thing. Oh yeah, that's like, exactly what I was thinking when they do like their their tag tournaments and stuff. Everyone has these crazy names. Like my favorite of all time is uh it was oh who was the tag team? It was AR Fox and um he's in Impact now. Anyways, they were the uh, Inner City Machine Guns that that made me laugh. Oh yeah, <laughs> um I know who you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Rich Swan, right? Rich Swan, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. They're the inner city machine gun. That was always my favorite. Yeah, that that that's clever. That's really clever because that's mm-hmm. a play on someone else's name too. Yeah. Um, good shit. Yeah. So this match is awesome. This match is great. Um, it's just a fucking heater. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, it's just it's what you would expect. They just yeah. beat each other's ass all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, we had fucking my favorite spot was uh, I can't remember who was draped. It was probably Yuda because he's the smallest guy. It was Yuda. Mm-hmm. Yuda draped on the apron on the outside, and Hangman does a does the was it a Ewer Horror Moonsault? No, it was like a Shooting Star Press. He did a Shooting Star Press, yeah. Through him, <laughs> like fucking god damn, mm-hmm. so good. Um, yeah, no, this match was just this match was just bonkers. Like yeah. the talking point though was the end of the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the end of the match of this amazing match of which uh Brian Danielson is saying, and this is why we're the best. This is why, because we kick out of everything. And then 10 seconds after he says that, Yuta gets pinned. He's like, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, he's like, Yuta, no. Like, you don't, they're going to make Yuta climb a mountain again. <laughs> and then, but it's good, though. It evens up the series. So now the elite has one. So, yeah. Immediately, uh, Claudio and Mox jump back in the ring like fuck you guys and they just start beating asses again um and this brings out who does this bring out first yes this brings out eddie kingston who i guess because of ring of honor tapings his hernia is already done so Mm -hmm. that taping where he said he was going in for surgery was months ago so he Mm -hmm. comes out and he he goes face to face with claudio and he's just hey buddy Backfist, and they just yeah. start going. 
what I liked too about the whole thing is he beat up Claudio and Yuta, but when Mox got in the ring, he stopped, and he wouldn't let he wouldn't even let the Young Bucks beat up Mox. Yeah, like so. There's still that history there. He stopped, and then uh, what happened? I think it was uh, Mox hit one of the Young Bucks, or like mm-hmm. got a uh, yeah. Anyways, and then uh, fucking. Kingston was just throwing hands everywhere at that point, and then he was like fighting with Yuta. Yeah. And, and then Takeshita comes out. Takeshita King. <laughs> yeah, uh, takes out Kingston, and Takeshita looked like a fucking man possessed. He he's getting booed. It's amazing. <laughs> and then out comes Kenny, and we get Kenny versus yeah. Takeshita, and like this is the king shit right here. Yeah, this is the match I want, and you know this is the match they're building up to. And earlier this week, there was a report. I guess someone said uh, they they were asked, uh, "What is Takeshita's long long term outlook in AEW?" And they said they want him to be one of the top faces in the company. But they said in order to get there, he's got to go through the heel turn first, Mm -hmm. and then make his way back to being a face. So. Yeah, so he and Kenny are going toe-to-toe, and it's amazing. They're going back and forth. Um, but then Takeshi starts getting hit from all sides. He gets hit by a super kick and a fucking elbow from someone else, and then he gets hit by a V-trigger. He's just getting popped all over the place. He gets hit by a fucking... by the fucking Snapdragon suplex, so he's toast at this point. Mm-hmm. Um... And Kenny is Kenny hits uh he hits him with another V trigger, but as he's hitting him with that V trigger, he can see in behind him comes fucking Will Osprey, and mm-hmm. as Kenny turns around, he gets cracked in the face by a crescent kick, and he gets yeah. hit in the face by the fucking by the hidden blade in the nose, yeah. and yeah, Kenny's yeah, leg is twitching on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great! Did he, did he hit him with the his little spinny move? I forget. Yeah, he hit him with the Storm Zero, not Storm Zero. Storm was it? Zero. No, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah. Storm Zero is Tony Storm. Yeah. Yeah, he hits and him then with Storm. gets up and starts applauding him. So. And then, uh, as everyone's leaving the ring, um, Will Ospreay's jawing with him, and Kenny's slowly getting back up to like getting to his knees. He hits him again with another hidden yeah. blade. In the back of the head that time. And I'm sitting here like, shit. I mean, I know I had that far-fetched idea of Will Ospreay being in the being in the blood and guts. But maybe he will be. Maybe, yeah. Now that they're sort of tying these angles together. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know yeah, now. And so, with Kingston coming out, that would make... Then even with Takeshi on the team, but now with Will Ospreay, now you have to bring in Ibushi. Yes, one down again. Yeah, because maybe they do six. Yeah. Didn't didn't the, didn't WCW used to do line? six, or was it five? Uh, no, it was, was it, it was four on four. But the last Blood and Guts match, it was it was a ton of people. Remember the whole JAS versus? Well, ACC, I thought I thought WCW used to be five. Five on five. That's four or five. I think you're right. I think you're right. But like, you can do six. Fuck it. Do it well, on a do it on last, a pay per view. Do six. The last Blood and Guts match was all of JAS. I forget how many people are in there, but then it was BCC before it was no, with Claudio, without Danielson and Kingston, Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz. So that's six. Yeah. So they was it six? Okay. Yeah. So they can do six. 
Yeah. There it is. This is it. I think I think Will Ospreay is going to be in it. I was yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be right when I when I when I pitched that, that to myself. Nuts off the top of the cage, too. Please put Will because Will Ospreay can bleed. He can do violent almost better than anybody. Mm-hmm. And he he and fits. Danielson was giving him standing ovation afterwards. So. I know. I think. Uh, I think that this is leading to something where they're gonna. Have each other's back because I like when teams call in someone else, like how BCC called in Kingston, and it was kind of uneasy because he didn't like Claudio, yeah, or, and he didn't like Jericho. Danielson. Was uh, before was the JAS? What was Jericho's old team? The uh, fucking inner, inner circle. circle. When they brought in, um, uh, uh, crap, Cobb, Jeff but, Cobb, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like when like uh or like in the uh like I do I do like like old school war games matches where like the faces are like just random guys who have come together to face the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Or even like the bad guys bring in a guy it's like, is he gonna turn on the bad guys? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Like uh I think this is nice. Like that's yeah. a that's a great BCC with Takeshita and Osprey. Oh my mm-hmm. lord! Because then that the just with Eddie Kingston and Abushi. Because then that just <laughs> hypes up the next match, which is happening in Wembley, and we know that between him and Kenny. Oh yeah. For so, sure. give it to me. Give me my prediction. My pie in the sky fantasy. No, it wasn't a prediction. It was fantasy booking. And it looks like they might be doing it. <laughs> so I'm really excited for that. Give it to me. Ugh. Because Osprey's a fucking madman. Like yeah, that match between him and Kenny was so violent. Yeah. It was so violent. And like the stuff he does on the indies. Did you see that one where he just knocked out that kid? <laughs> yeah, it's that guy that signed to AEW, wasn't it? Yeah, that fucking, uh, I can't remember his name. Um... Yeah, that like fucking eighteen year old, just fucking like elbowing him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Brutal, brutal stuff. Yeah, well, Osprey's a mean motherfucker. Um, mm-hmm. He's he'll he'll be nuts in that match. That that I want that. Do it if you have him. If you have him, put him in it. Put him in it. Six men make the match longer, man. Make the match longer. That's what we want. I don't want the blood and guts yeah. match to feel rushed. And it, yeah, me too. Do it on a goddamn pay per view. <laughs> they're not. They're never going to. I don't know why. I don't, you have two rings, and that's less seats you could sell and stuff. Eh. Do it in a bigger arena. We'll just do it in those places where they're having a hard time selling tickets. Push everyone back. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, huh? they'd sell out. Just say, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we're doing uh, the elite for, like, oh yeah, elite versus uh, BCC in Hamilton. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy a ticket. I go to Hamilton. Sorry, I've been shit talking to you. Yeah. Sorry, I've been shit talking your city for three weeks. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> Hamilton Tiger Cats. Woo woo! I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> Steel City. What what? Um, but yeah, that was a great show. And this has been a great show. And I think on that note. We should hang it up because Brad's gonna, yeah. Brad's gonna like fly away like it's fucking Wizard the, of Oz. The thunder's on me. getting a lot louder, and it's like it's not even 
nighttime yet, but it's like super dark outside. So I'm Bre- just kidding. Yeah, yeah, you're acting like someone's coming to get you on the on, on my video feed. My window. Yeah, some who's that sneaking by my window? Pow pow! Mm-hmm. Nobody now. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Brad. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, ooh, I'm still recording.